Welcome to The Rot Focus, a podcast for writers, newbies, and veterans, and everyone in between. We're hosted by M.A. Lee, with the assistance of Remy Black and Edie Runes, all from Writers, Inc. Books. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Each episode lasts as long as it takes to fix a quick dinner, grab a short commute, or take a brisk walk. Resources and links are in the show notes. Visit us at therockfocus.blogspot.com. Now, on to this week's episode. We're talking branding, and we're almost through. Promotion is a key element of the indie publishing business. As indies, we need to learn the basics of self-promotion and using our brand within that self-promotion. That doesn't mean promoting ourselves. It does mean discovering and pursuing the best ways to promote our writing, the books or blogs that are our product, or basically our brand. The first key question is the amount we are willing to spend. For new writers with few products, less than five or seven, spending for ads doesn't pay off. The return on investment is just not strong enough. We need to concentrate on building our catalog. 20 books or more is the common discoverability measure. For writers with those 20 books or 15 and more, spending for ads can begin to have a higher and more reasonable ROI. The second key question is where we place our ad expenditure. Social media, obviously. Third key question what kind of ad or post. We use post if we don't want to spend on ad expenditure. This is the interesting question, what kind of ad? When people browse right past ads, what can we do that will catch their attention? I'm not talking reviews. That is long past the attention getter for the browsing reader. We've talked about covers that first nanosecond of the browsing reader. We're going to try to capture that first nanosecond in a different way. Ad people, pro-marketers, say we need to see something seven times before we consider buying. So we need additional looks, something beyond a static image. These last two episodes on branding focus on one way to reach beyond a static image. This way may not appeal to many, but it satisfies a great need inside me. I've made it a hallmark of the M.A. Lee brand. It's the book trailer. Let's explore. Trailers and clips. What are these? Trailers and clips are small marketing videos that we can post on social media like Facebook or other social media sites and on our own websites for people to enjoy. Clips are brief snippets of story, 10 to 15 seconds in length, while trailers can run up to a minute. Both are a benefit to static websites because people naturally want to watch what moves. Short video trailers on social media always capture attention, especially when they are well done. Be aware that things can go wrong with these brief videos. When they do, things go very, very wrong. 
It's as if the short form exaggerates the problem rather than flashes past it. How do we avoid the sins of the worst advertising? We have to understand the vices and virtues of the best advertising. Two cardinal sins. Sin one, the trailer or clip that goes too long. Statistics claim that most people have a 15 to 30 second attention span. We can stretch this to 45 seconds up to a minute and a half, sometimes two minutes. This statistic is true for me. My attention span for book trailers, something that intrigues me, lasts about 35 seconds up to a minute. For trailers that aren't interesting or are slow moving, I turn off somewhere around 10 seconds. TV commercials affect me in the same manner, as do Instagram clips, as do TikTok clips, as do reels on Facebook, as to short reels on YouTube. When I started researching book trailers, I found several interesting ones, but the ones that ran a minute and more totally lost me. Totally. Beautiful graphics, enchanting sound, intriguing words, but I clicked out before those trailers were halfway through. Melissa Marr has a lovely one for her book, Wicked Lovely, which was done by COS Productions. You can find a link in the show notes. Mars' trailer seems to be perfect. It runs about 40 seconds. Sin number two, the narrated book trailer. Voice is a powerful element when it's done correctly. Few people do it correctly. It requires pauses and intonation, and the voice itself must be attractive. Unfortunately, most narration for short advertising comes across as either flat or artificial. Narration will come across toneless or overly dramatic. I personally don't like it. A non-typical voice or one that has a feature that stands out might possibly work, might. Listen to voices that narrate books. Pick an exposition point when a long description is occurring. Don't choose someone based on dialogue or action sequences. If someone can make a long description or exposition interesting, then they would do well with book trailers. I don't advise hiring a book narrator for a trailer or clip, though. The cost would be prohibitive. However, once you hear them, you can visit your local dramatic arts society or a drama department at a college and ask if anyone is interested. Be careful, however. These will be amateurs doing it for the love their hearts will be in the right place, but perhaps not their reading intellect. A non-typical or featured voice includes an accent. You may be tempted by an actor who can do a Scottish accent or Latin or Jamaican or Australian. After all, you might tell yourself, my book is set in Scotland or some exotic locale. I should hire someone or get someone from the local little theater. Or you might think, my customers aren't rich, they're just home folks. A little country accent in the narration might go down well. Well, a country accent might turn off a lot of customers who think it doesn't sound educated. And it might not turn off customers who like that folksy feeling. How can you know? You can't. Not without a survey of every customer you serve.
Intonation matters. Phrasing matters. Ability to enunciate matters. An enunciation is not pronunciation. Accents can be a turnoff. Dialect can wrongly classify your book. And here's the most important matter of all. Do not narrate if you are reading the text on the screen. In the meetings where presenters read aloud their slide-based points to the participants, everyone cringes. I know that reading the screen helps those who are visually impaired, but everyone else becomes restless. We turn off our attention. Here are three cardinal virtues. Study video trailers that you like. What you like about them will be boiled down to three cardinal virtues. A. Graphics. B. Text. C. Sound. Let's look at graphics. Most people use elements of their book cover or logo design for their short advertising. K.M. Whelan does this very well with her book trailer for Dreamlander. Examine the cover, then study how she uses the different parts to create her graphics for the trailer. For products or services, the company's logo and the packaging for the product or a stock image depicting the service can be used very similarly to the book cover. Wayland's trailer runs over a minute. That length can get beyond some people's attention span. Her book seems greatly detailed in plot, however, so the minute-long trailer may be necessary. You can see Wayland's trailer with the link in the show notes. Text. We have to limit text. We want to present our antagonist and their opening conflict question. Sparking curiosity is essential. Melissa Marr's trailer sparks curiosity very well. Mystery and intrigue are deepened with the t- simple text that accompanies the images. K.M. Whelan's trailer also does the curiosity spark very well. Sketch your key points and spend the necessary time to polish them to a fine edge. Keeping the word count down, keep the interest level up. Your trailer script should not be longer than your blurb. Indeed, your blurb can become your trailer. For sound, see, believe it or not, sound is the trickiest of these three advertising virtues. Sound is personal. People listen to certain types of music and rarely are eclectic enough to accept other types. The sound you select should also represent the tone of your work. Heavy metal will rarely work for historical fiction. Preppy pop music will not fit a doctor's office. Soft piano will not work for epics. Lilting Irish harp doesn't equate with action thriller. Will a narrator's accent take away from the text? Ask yourself this question before you find someone to do a narration for you. Voice is personal. If it's not just right, it will turn away your viewers. After all, most of Disney's animated feature flops do not use people with distinctive voices. If you're desperate for voice, watch one of Pixar's animated features. They use voices that work with the characters, not with big-name actors. Pixar is the whole package, or it used to be before Disney bought it. Voices, not actors, are selected for how well their cadence, timbre, and tonal quality match to the characters. Go enjoy Up, Finding Nemo, 
and Toy Story for the nth time. The voices of the primary characters evoke the personality through tonal quality. Ed Asner, Ellen DeGeneres, and Tom Hanks are big-name actors whose voices capture the personalities of the old man, Dory, and Woody. These are fine actors, not just people with a name. In my research for trailers, I cringed through several narrated trailers. It's hard to do narration well. Please don't run with open arms towards narration without considering all the barricades that voice can put between your trailer and your audience. Instrumental music avoids the multiple problems of voice. But, you ask, where can I get music that is 30 seconds or 45 seconds or 68 seconds long? Websites like Audio Jungle have curated sound snippets. You can search for music types and for various lengths. You will first need to determine the length of your trailer before you decide on a music selection. The cost for about 30 seconds to a minute is relatively inexpensive. Support these indie musicians on Audio Jungle and don't infringe copyright. They are artists struggling to make a living just as you are. In the show notes are links to three trailers for, of my own. First for Digging Into Death, the second for Key to Secrets, and a third for a collection of short stories written with Edie runes. These videos follow the cardinal rules for graphics, for text, and for sound. All through July and August, The Right Focus is in a series on branding using Emma Lee's guidebook, Discovering Your Author Brand. A link to view images of the covers discussed is in the show notes. Worksheet templates and a video trailer script are available at Buy Me A Coffee. Find that link also in the show notes. Thanks for listening to The Right Focus, a podcast for writers at all levels, hosted by Emma Lee from Writers Inc. Books, assisted by Remy Black and Edie Runes. Our focus is productivity, process, craft, and tools. Music is licensed through Audio Jungle called Background Music Loop. Its creator is Alexander Polishchuk, known on Audio Jungle as Plastic 3. The music comes in different iterations. Show notes and resource links for this and other episodes can be found at therightfocus.blogspot.com. Write to us at winkbooks at aol.com when you have questions, comments, and speculations. We will try to answer you as quickly as possible. By the way, we will not mind your email address. That's rude. If you find value in our content, share with your writing friends or write a review. We're small beans here without the advertising budget of the big peeps, and you can make a difference. And whatever occurs, right on.